0: Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to episode three of Simply Ambivalent. I'm your host, Arkia, as always, and you can tune in and find today's episode on Anchor, Spotify, and Stitcher, or you can follow me on Instagram at Simply Ambivalent, that's spelled, or if you need a little help, S I M P L Y underscore ambivalent, A M B I V A L E N T. Now let's dive episode. into episode. It's going episode. to be on a cult. And as you know, like most cult stories, spoiler alert, this is not going to have the best ending. And I can already tell you now it ain't. But uh, today's cult goes by the name of the Order of the Solar Temple, or it's also known as the International Chivalric Organization. The Order of the Solar Temple is a religious sect that claims to be based upon the ideals of the Knights Templar. And I don't know about you guys, and kudos to all of you history buffs, but I have no idea what the Knights Templar is. But with a little research, of course, from my dear friend Google, I was able to come up with a good definition for you guys of uh, what the Knights Templar is. And basically, it's a military religious order established at the time of the Crusades. So we're talking about 12th century by a man... Um, who goes on the name Bernard, Raymond, Fabre, Palapret is too much. But you know, everybody was extra back then. But um yeah, basically, uh yeah, basically, basically, you know? And I don't care, y'all. I'm keeping that in there. But, anyways, uh, we can just basically kind of get into the origin of who the Solar Templar is. And just for the sake of this episode, I am going to refer to them uh, as ST just for the sake of time. And the order of the Solar Temple is a lot to say every freaking time I. Mention them. So basically, the ST was founded by leaders Luke Jur, who is known to be a homeopathic physician, and a New Age lecturer who goes by the name of Joseph DiMambro. The cult was founded in 1984 in Geneva, Switzerland, but it also resided in other countries such as Quebec, France, and Zurich. The three main goals, I guess you could say, or at least the three of the many goals that they had or that they were trying to accomplish as a group was that they wanted to correct ideas associated with power and authority. The group was also arranging for the second coming of Christ and. They also wanted to await the merging of Islam and Christian cults, which I find very interesting just because a lot of groups don't always want to merge with others just because of how much their ideals differ. But I guess just for the sake of creating members, um, that's what they were just trying to do um, in the end. But basically, the ST believed that Earth would face a worldwide catastrophe in the mid-1990s. And I can't lie to you, the first thing that literally popped into my head was the group Heaven's Gate, uh, just with the whole world ending and them trying to go before the coming. And uh, in response to the catastrophe, members of ST believed that once they prepared for this second coming of Christ, Or, this catastrophe that would happen in the 1990s, uh, it was necessary that after they would die, they would enter into a higher spiritual plane. Um, And I don't think I mentioned before, but the ST was a part of what's called the New Religious Movement. And if you're not familiar with it, and neither am I, big shocker there. Um, but this is going to include cults like those from Jonestown, Waco, Texas, Heaven's Gate, as I said before, is a great example, but, uh, all of those groups were pretty much a part of the new religious movement. And a lot of it was just kind of what they thought to be modern teachings, um, of whatever ideals that they had going on. Um, As for how the groups would recruit members and how I'm just like, how does anyone get wrapped into a cult in the first place? Like, how do you even get recruited or even brainwashed into it? But basically, they were recruited through creating organizations within organizations. And their leader, Joseph DiMombro, was a huge, huge, huge advocate for. Of this process um, in creating organizations within organizations to um, up the followership, I guess you can call it. And as the follower or as their members commitment grew, the followers could move to more demanding inner circles of the movement. And basically what I got from that is that the more money you give, the higher up you could be, you know, it, it always comes down to money at the end of the day. But yeah, and Besides all of that, what I did learn was that Joseph de thought of himself as some kind of like God figure. And I think it even mentioned at some point in the stories that he thought of himself as the third coming of Christ. But uh, besides all that, you know, we got to get into this karma aspect because that's what you guys came for at the end of the day. And um, that's that's what I want to talk about. I want to get down to the nitty gritty. Um, fast forward. Boop, 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 boop. On October 4th through 5th, 1994, 53 members of the Solar Temple committed mass suicide. Uh, Several days before the murder mass suicide, Joseph DiMambro had recruited 12 of his closest and highest ranked followers. And they created their version of The Last Supper. Um, I don't know what to think of that. Honestly, uh, like I said before, he thought of himself as a God figure. So it really doesn't surprise me that before they were to kill themselves, that they would try to create um, the Last Supper. But hey, to each his own. Uh, but four days before the um, mass suicide Uh, Three members were found stabbed to death with a wooden stake by Joseph de De and, of course, other members, which they referred to as elders who were a part of the inner circle. One victim was a three-month-old Emmanuel Dutrois. And DeMambo truly believed that the Dutois' new child was the Antichrist. And, of course, the other two victims were his parents, Antonio and Nikki Dutois. And if I'm pronouncing that wrong, forgive me. I don't speak French, but I'm doing the best I can. Um, And most people think the real reason he did it was because de Mambo had named his first son emmanuel and he couldn't have two people i guess in their cult having the same name as his children uh because deep down he believed that his kids were conceived through theogamy or basically a marriage with a god or a deity of some sort and he also believed that his daughter was conceived immaculately. So we're talking like Mary's pregnancy with Jesus Christ, which I'm just like that ain't how it worked. And also it was said that he was having sex with some of the female members in the group. So I'm sure he probably even had more kids out there that they haven't even discussed. But uh, 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 we're gonna gotta get all we gotta get away from that. Anyways Um, other people have speculated that Don Tony Dutois aka Antonio Dutois had recently admitted to other cult members that he had installed some kind of mechanism within the lodges that the cult owned uh, used for tricking members into thinking that they were seeing miraculous miracles happen and I know I said miraculous miracles but don't get on me Uh, but yeah basically that they had seen all these miracles happen and they're like oh Like, we have to join. He's doing big and great things. But in reality, he really wasn't. (laughs) He was really pulling a a huge Ponzi scheme on all of these people. Uh, Of the 53 members that died, 23 basically burned themselves in a farmhouse in Switzerland. It was some kind of mechanism that they had. And uh, the lower part of the house that once they killed themselves would... I guess they had it on some kind of timer or like some kind of cell phone would initiate it. But uh, it was a mechanism that would start right after they all had killed themselves that was placed on the timer and then it would basically just burn the whole building down and include in including their bodies. Um, 25 more were burned in ski chalets in another part of the state and 15 members who were a part of the inner circle Um, were found dead in Canada and they had also burned themselves so we're talking about at least 74 people here who had all basically after killing themselves in this huge mass murder suicide um, were found burned without no evidence of why or what or you know who Um, the inner circle members appeared to have used poison to kill themselves. Others had bags over their heads. So we're talking about suffocation and some had even been shot execution style. So that lets us know right off the bat, some of these people that were in this cult didn't agree with what was going on. So they had to be shot in order to, I guess, complete or achieve like their main overall goal. Those of the inner circle were known as the elder brothers of the rosy cross. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't even going to say nothing about that, but it is what it is. Um, The people and most of the victims were found to have been wearing white ceremonial robes arranged in a circle with their feet together facing the temple. Uh, I find it kind of odd just because they don't really have a reason as to why they did it or as to why they were facing the circle. But I did have and see a couple diagrams online and I'll probably post it on my Instagram later. So you guys can see how each of the bodies were positioned in the temples and not just only in the temples, but the other places as well. As I mentioned, the ski chalet and um, in some of their lodgings that they had in Canada. Um, I think the most chilling factor and what I learned and what I heard was that uh, there was a conversation between the leaders, DeMambo and Jurit. And uh, basically, I kind of have like a little transcript right here of what each person said. So I'm just going to basically just recite that back to you guys. So if we're speaking for Mambo, Mambo basically says people have beaten us to the punch, you know. Uh, Druid replies, Well, yeah, Waco beat us to the punch. And Mambo says, In my opinion, we should have gone six months before them. But what we'll do will be even more spectacular. And I think that's the most crazy and scariest part of it all is that they were openly talking about it. Uh, like, just openly talking about a mass murder, suicide um, as for their goal for the groups. And if I was somebody in the group, I would have dipped. But. As most people know, a lot of the time, a lot of these people are kind of brainwashed into thinking um, whatever they're trying to achieve, they will do so by killing themselves, or they will achieve it somehow um, in their in the afterlife. And the craziest part that I learned is that once they reach the afterlife, is that they were trying to reach the serious star. Uh, and what I found out online is that it's known as the Dog Star. So basically they wanted, or they basically wanted everyone to believe that life on Earth was an illusion and that the elders told the members that their only hope uh, lay in shedding their earthly bodies in order to be reborn on an unnamed planet orbiting the Dog Star series. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, and, the, and another crazy part is what I found is that Not even his own family, DeMambo's own family, not even his own family supported what he was doing. Um, He had a son, Ellie, who was known to be a skeptic and who was known to not agree with any of his teachings. But sadly, his body was also found, but he had been shot, apparently. So we already know he probably did not go um, due to his own will. And that is the story of the Order of the... Of the temple of the solar temple, like that—that's the story, you guys. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Remember, you can access today's episode on Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, and the list goes on. But you can basically see them all on my Instagram at simply ambivalent, and click on the link in my bio. That's spelled S-I-M-P-L-Y underscore ambivalent A-M-B-I-V-A-L-E-N-T. Um, my sources include articles from Britannica, Ranker.com, Vo- the uh, a Vox Space article written by Irby Sankor, and I'm pronouncing your wrong your name wrong, sir. I apologize once again. And I also have my sources from a New York Times article written by Alan Writing. And I just wanted to say thank you guys again for coming back and listening to my third episode. I hope to see you guys again next Monday. And I love all of you beautiful souls, and I hope you guys have a great day. Um, and goodbye. I, know I, said I was gone, but I'm back. I'm sorry. I have so many filler words in here. I'm I'm doing my best, you guys. I'm gonna get better. I'm working at it. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get better. Just give me some time. Let me get some better equipment. Let me do better at some editing. But um, yeah. Goodbye for real this time. Bye.